Welcome to Design Bubble, your all-inclusive bubble for everything design. My name is Lin Wong Nguyen, and I'm one of your hosts for today. Joining me is my co-host, Sumeya Abdullah. In this pilot episode, Sumeya and I give you a sneak peek into what our design journey was like, who we are as designers, and how Design Bubble came to be. This will probably be the only episode where Sumeya and I get to chat with each other like this. Without further ado, let's pop right in. So I guess we got to introduce ourselves a bit. So, hi, my name is Lenoir. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm a designer at Capital One with Samaya. I've been there for, um, when did we start? July? 2021, right? Okay, we have the same start date. So I trust you to get that right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so July 2021 is when we started. Uh, I had an internship there. So my pathway to getting in was a little different but I mean we still ended up in the same spot um different roles though different locations I'm in Texas um and I do more like design standards and processes work alongside a design system team hi I'm Sumeya um also a UX designer in the design development program at Capital One since you said we started in July 2021 I guess it's been like a little over a year and a half, close to two years, which is crazy. Um, it feels like I just started a few months ago, but I've definitely learned a lot. And day to day, it's just like a product design or UX design role. Like there's so many things that we do on my team. And I don't know, I would just call myself a UX designer because I don't know, I don't really specialize in research or like UI specifically, but I do kind of dabble in those. And like you said, we're both in different locations. I'm in New York um, and I have been here for the past few months and I'm loving it, it's awesome. Um, but I went to school in Texas um, with you and uh, had a great time there. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, actually, that was interesting that you identified yourself as a UX designer. I was going to ask you that, like, personally, mm. when people ask me, like, what do you do? I just say designer, mm. but I think that encompasses more than, like, because I've done graphic and brand design in the past, but also because when I say UX, people don't really know what that is. Yeah. So, I don't know. How do you describe your, like, your role to somebody else? When I was in school, I would say like, I'm a graphic designer or a web designer, or let's like go into the whole spiel and explain what I do. But nowadays I'm a UX designer. And then sometimes I know a lot of people are starting to know more about the field and like what UX is, if they're in tech or something. Otherwise I will just tell them like, I consider what users need and think through the design and then work with developers who actually like program it and make it happen yeah, yeah what about you how how do you define your role and like explain it to people yeah no mine is weird then because like even though I've done that part of UX like the more producty side of it I don't personally like doing product design I can um but I like doing the ones where like my work helps like people that I know um, I know it's a little weird because like I, I figured a lot of people who come into design are like, oh, I want to design for like consumers and I want to get it out there and like it's published and everybody can see it. But I, I just like it where I can actually see the impact of like what my work does. So the role I'm currently in reminds me of like brand design 
And I really do like brand design. And so this feels like the equivalent, but just in the UX world. I feel like there's so many people that start off, well, everyone starts off in different fields, but a lot of people start off in visual design and mm-hmm. like they want to make be graphic designers or make visual designs and then kind of learn about the whole, like all the stuff that design encompasses. Yeah, no, for sure. Wait, actually, I'm not going to lie. I didn't, <laughs> even though we knew each other in college, I was like, wait, what did you do in design? I tend to think like, well, also it probably was heavily biased that we met in like design research methods. So I was like, oh, research. And so I assumed you, that was the part of yeah. UX that you wanted to do. But like, what's your kind of like background in design? Like, how'd you come into it? Yeah, so um, I was always like interested in art as a kid. And I was like, I would sketch and paint. And then by the time I got to college, I thought, well, I'll make this into a career by doing graphic design. So I have like a stable job, um, but I can still do something kind of creative. But when I ended up, like once I started my program, I took, uh, I think it was called Internet Studio and I took interaction design and it was so much fun. I just enjoyed it a lot. Like having a design brief and a problem and figuring what are all the steps you need to take to like figure out how to solve this problem. And then you get to the visual design. So I got really into it. And I think when I was in school, I almost, I kind of went away from my visual design background and started getting more into the research side because I had never done that before. And it was really exciting to me. Um, But I think in my career, now that I've been doing this for a while and I had the chance to do a lot of research and I realized like, I do want to get back to my roots and do the visual design and do the like, uh, I mean, they're all creative, but what like kind of excites me when it comes to creativity so now it's kind of a balance, but I, I've had both and I started off more on the visual side. That's wild. Like, it's interesting that you say it like that, because even though I also started like visual design, um, I like actually really enjoy the research projects I'm given in my work now. And like product design, like product manager was like, I need you to make this thing real quick or make this thing. And like, you're making very quick, like design edits and even though I can come up with different iterations of stuff, I didn't enjoy that as much as I thought I would, considering like of how many graphic mm-hmm. design things I did. But yeah, huh, okay. So obviously we went down two very different paths, even though it kind of came from the same-ish roots. I think we were both really lucky in that we got like to be interviewed for Capital One for that internship. Um, and like, I'm still surprised to this day that I got in because I remember like you did UX work the other candidates that we knew because they literally went to our school did UX work and y'all have Mm -hmm. done it like with like like Toyota and like some other really cool companies and I had zero like absolutely nothing and it like scared the heck out of me but I guess like the mindset at the time was maybe similar to like how Capital One designs things and I just kind of talked more about like graphic design processes. So I didn't actually fall into UX until like officially fall into it until that internship. Cause I didn't even know what Figma was until during the interview. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was really awkward. I was like, how do you spell that? And so that I had to take notes of like how to spell Figma. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, but yeah, that's my graceful way of getting into UX. I love that. I think I had a similar thing with Figma. I didn't know what it was. I was just barely starting to get into UX. And I think I was like talking to someone and telling them they're asking me what I studied. And I said I was 
studying UX and they were like, oh, so you use Figma and all of that. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then I went home and like looked up what Figma was. <laughs> um, I think I was just like doing things handwritten, like sketching with like Sharpies and like very, very rudimentary at the time. So I, I didn't even know what like these programs were at the time, but I'm glad somebody brought it up. So by the time I was actually interviewing for places, I did know what the tools were. Uh, but I think, you know, conceptually had the idea of like what prototyping was, but not like software, just sketching pen and paper. <laughs> no, that's so that's so interesting to me then, like the pre-Figma knowledge that we both had. Because it's interesting that you took it from the perspective of like actually sketching things out and like doing it with pen and paper. Like my approach pre-Figma, pre like Adobe XD and stuff was just doing like I I photoshopped screens it was terrible like the amount of clipping masks <laughs> I did the amount of like layers I had it wasn't even like on the same thing like each screen was its own file it wasn't its own <laughs> artboard it was really gross it was pretty bad um and I remember showing that during the interview too I don't know why I was proud of that thing I really should not have been but yeah, that's really cool though that you like did it more from like the sketching part. I love paper prototyping. I wish I could do it more. I'm just really bad at sketching for some reason. But Photoshop to me clicks better. Yeah, it's so much fun. I feel like we don't get as much of a chance to do that anymore. But um, whenever we do get a chance to bring it back to like pen and paper, it's like it makes it helps you be more creative because you're not, at least for me, like you're not tied to the pixels and what you're able to do like technologically if you know how to use a program really well or not it's literally just like putting your brain onto the paper and like seeing what comes up mm -hmm. oh we didn't talk about like if somebody asked us like how did y'all meet <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was definitely in in a tech at utd um so that's the arts and technology emerging communications program uh, I think you said it was design research, but I actually remember meeting you in, uh, I don't know the name of the class. It was like a critical media class. We were making presentations and all I remember is that you were like a whiz with the slide deck that we were making and you like took charge of like the visual design of the presentation. And I don't, I don't remember what the class was really about or it wasn't like super related to design or anything. That's where my first memory of meeting you is. And I know we had like further classes and stuff later on and we were part of UX club and stuff. So what is your first memory of like how we met? I think it was just like <laughs> design research methods. We were sitting next to each other and I was like, surface, I have a surface and you have a surface. <laughs> and yours has a purple keyboard and mine has like a red keyboard. I was like, that's so cool. I don't know why I thought that was so cool. But like, I think, oh, no, I think I do know why. It was like within our major, we did have lots of like animation students and game students. So their laptops were like really like hardcore, like really good specs and stuff. And then I got a Surface. So it was cool seeing somebody else have a Surface too. And I was like, nice. Um... But yeah, no, I remember you from the design research methods just because like, surface game. 
yeah, no surface gang. But like, I relied on you for our like group projects and stuff, given we had a really good team too. And like, we always met outside of class times. But I was like, Samaya got her stuff together. Like, actually, she's very good at this and getting the communications done. Like, <laughs> make sure all the boxes are checked, very detail-oriented. I was like, wow, look at her go. So that's how I remember our first, like, interaction. <laughs> that is so interesting to hear because that you, that Lin Wan thinks that I have it together because, like, I'm so honored. I think that's, like, I think that's the impression you give everyone, but definitely me. I was like, this girl like has it together. She's putting the presentations together. She's getting the group communicating and like getting everything worked out. Always a good impression. And I was like, this is a person that I can, you know, rely on to like get this group project done and like make it amazing and like definitely get an A. And yeah. Wait, okay, that is exactly how I see you. So I'm glad we both see each other that way of like, we just rely on each other, which I think is really useful oh. because like design bubble, like now we've, we've worked together in UX club, in college, we work together in like the DDP program at Capital One, where it was just me and you literally like the dream team for just getting design leaders to speak with like DDPs. And like, just, I could see that partnership throughout the years. And I was like, we, we are really good at this. Like, she is super reliable. She can hold me accountable for anything and stuff. And I was like, she's the one to go with if I'm going to pursue like podcasty ideas. <laughs> and I'm super glad you said yes. Because even now, right before this meeting, you still held me accountable. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm going to make that stuff right now. <laughs> but like. Why, why design bubble you know like why did we create it yeah so when you reached out to me and then when you told me it was a podcast idea I was like amazing like your idea to share the stuff that we've learned and then we just started talking and it was just like it just clicked I was like I, I love like talking to people who are new designers and sharing what I know which is like maybe I have a few years of experience and they have none because they're in college or they're in high school and I like being really relatable in that and there's been so many people in my past and still presently who have been mentors and shared their design knowledge with me um, took time to like teach me how things work and what they they've learned and like have been very done with their time and they really like inspired me so much and I was always as a student I would be in awe when like someone who was like a senior designer or like a tenured professor would like sit for, with me for like an hour like give me an hour of their time and just like literally you know look through my portfolio or like help uh, help me like practice for an interview or like work on a project or something and now I feel like it's not even like personally, it doesn't feel like a big deal because I love doing it and it gives me energy. So yeah, I was so psyched when you came to me with this idea. And I don't know much about, you know, your thought process before, like what you were thinking about when it comes to making this best idea. So I'm super curious why design bubble for you. Yeah, so I love that too. I'm like, yay, she has a similar mindset. Um, which I already knew before we did this episode. Because <laughs> we did like talk about it pretty thoroughly together. 
because for context, y'all, me and Sumay have been working on this since like December, November. Um, but we actually had like official yeah. weekly meetings in like December then and try and like prep everything, get the branding going, get all the logistics going. Cause that was a lot of accounts. Like we have so many accounts now. Um, but <laughs> yeah, design bubble, I think actually started in like spring or like very early 2022. Um, but I didn't really act upon it besides me being like, oh, it's so fun to like brand things. That's what I love doing. Um, and so I was just even trying to think about the logo and stuff and trying to like, in a weird way, this sounds weird. Like I could hear it in my head of like how the podcast would sound um, like what it would incorporate. Personally, I do lots of like side projects outside of work and it's really to just capture, like this could sound deep, I guess, but it's really to like, capture a moment of my life and just like look back on it later on as you can tell I have bad memory <laughs> so like my way of remembering things is to document things which kind of bleeds into my work right like I love documenting things so mm. then like documenting all these experiences then with like the best design partner I could ask for um and like documenting it with like my mentors that I've had because they give me really good discussions and stuff so I would like go and like make a recap video after I like just met with that person but it would have been so much better if you know we actually recorded the conversations that happened I can only say so much from them and I can like paraphrase this stuff but it's not quite the same so I was trying to think of like what medium does that the best and I was like oh podcast work I just need the the actual conversation part of it and I like, can remember it and I kind of like hold this little this little memory <laughs> forever and then the actual like design bubble, that's something that me and Samaya came up with because this would have been called like, what did I call it? Like designer to designer, like D2D. And then it got like real weird with the yeah. logo and stuff. But bubble because poor memory, but also like, welcome to the bubble. This is a very inclusive bubble. Bubbles merge. So we're going to hopefully talk about things outside of design bubble. Maybe we'll run into a product bubble or a tech bubble or whatever other bubbles. But it's supposed to be a very inclusive podcast that like helps newer designers get into the field because it is a little scary. And we we <laughs> notice that there are lots of people who don't come from design and like wonder how to even make that career change in the first place. So we're hoping mm -hmm. that this podcast would give you the connections and also give you the insight into the industry a bit more. We hope you enjoyed today's episode about our design journeys and how Design Bubble came to be. Join us next time where we'll be bringing you Double the Bubble with Heather Winkle, Chief Design Officer at McAfee, and Jason Farrell, Managing Vice President of Design at Capital One. We'll be chatting with them about what it's like to lead a design organization in a corporate environment. If you'd like to stay up to date with us, follow us on Instagram or LinkedIn at Design Bubble Podcast. Thanks for popping in.